Welcome to the favorites, the podcast from the Action Network. I am Chad Millman. In a few minutes, I will be joined by Mr. Bob Scucci. And later on in the show, Dan Ravel and Simon Hunter are going to come on. We've got some atoning to do. Because we did not do that well in the Super Contest this week. We needed the Vikings to get us over the edge and get us a 3-2 and two week. Instead, we went 2-3. and three. I'm sure Mr. Ravel will have something to say about that. Uh, I'm glad he can be on the podcast because Darren, for his points bet promotion, everyone knows Fade Ravel. He makes one bet. You make the other side of the bet with uh, improved odds through points bet. Last week it was, will Tom Brady and Deshaun Watson throw for more than 499.5 passing yards? Darren took the under, fans took the over, came down to the final drive, and the over hit. Which means Darren went on a bucking bronco yesterday. He's feeling a little uh, sore, his neck hurts, and he has a boo-boo on his elbow. But we'll come on la- he'll come on later, we'll talk about the new Fade Ravel, which will be the Eagles and the Giants... Local teams for points bet in New Jersey on Monday Night Football. Don't forget, Scooch and I, every Sunday from noon to one, radio.com, the radio.com app. Search for You Better You Bet. It is a rip-roaring hour of fast-paced action. Second only to this. 30 minutes I'm going to do with Scooch right now. Bob Scoochie! Mr. Boyd Gaming himself, bookmaker for the Orleans and all the other books owned by Boyd Gaming. I hate football. (laughs) When you have a bad week, don't you hate it? Oh my God, I hate it. Like, I hate football so much that on Sunday night, I chose to have dinner with my family. Wow. With the TV off. Wow, that's saying something, huh? My wife said she wanted us to do something as a family on Sunday afternoon. And I actually agreed because it was going so badly. The truth is we ended up not doing anything because, you know, one of my kids was going someplace, another kid was going another place. And so I was by myself to watch the games in my misery. Mm-hmm. But brother, don't, mother. Don't you watch football as a family? Yes, we do. Come to think of it. Honestly, the option that she wanted us to do that day, she's like, we should all go go axe throwing, which I guess is a thing now. And um, my response is, yeah, that's exactly what you want to do after Thanksgiving when you've spent all that time together (laughs) is go give your children lethal weapons. Yeah, that was a. It is a thing now. So I was in Indianapolis, and right downtown, there's the bad axe throwing uh, store or whatever it is. <laughs> it's the bad axe throwing place. That's the name of it. I don't know and, why that's. Uh, I was. T- why is this a thing? How is this a good idea? You give, and also by the way, I think you can drink at these places. So, how is it a good idea to give people alcohol and axes? It makes no sense to me. I don't know where this came up. I don't. I have no idea. It's stupid. It's stupid. You know what else is stupid? Betting on what? the Cleveland Browns as road favorites. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. My heart. I don't care who they're playing. My heart hurts because of it this. It should. It's a rough week. It was a a yeah. really really rough week. So you got to get back on the horse, Scooch. I went 6-10 and 10 in Project 256. Anyone can follow that in the Action Network app, which is where I'm getting all the data that we're going to talk about today, the free Action Network app. Uh, I had been doing so well. I was 101-77 and 77 betting every single game on the year. I'm now 107-87, and 87, not as good. I'm a little disappointed. My first really bad week. It was my first like significant lose money week. Um, I got to get over it. I got to move on. 
Still solid, though. Pretty solid. I wanted to finish like close to 58%. Now I'll be happy yeah. to do it, be at 53 What do we do with these two loser teams in the Bears and the Cowboys that are playing on Thursday night, Scooch? Well, you know, both teams still draw a lot of attention, as bad as they, they've been playing. So it shouldn't be as bad as some, some of the other matchups we, we could have had. Um, we, we set the uh, Cowboys at a three-point favorite. Most of the money's coming in on the Bears. If anything, it's going to come down to like two and a half. Tough to make Cowboys a road favorite uh, as bad as they've been playing, especially since the Bears finally got what most would consider a pretty good win, even though it was against a bad Lions team on Thanksgiving. Um, I think three is the right number. Um, I like the fact that the the, the the sharp guys are taking the Bears a little bit because it'll offset some of the public money on the, on the Cowboys. Right now it's about a three-to-one ratio, Cowboys to Bears from the public, uh, but the money is kind of offset by some pretty decent-sized bets on the Bears. Sharps are coming in on the Bears at plus three, huh? Yeah, that says some. That says quite a bit about how far far down this Cowboys team has come. I mean, still early, but boy, is the public just loving the Cowboys right now in this game? Yeah, in in this game, yeah, absolutely. And and you know they 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 really should. I mean, they're the better team. I mean, the Bears just got one like good win against a bad team, uh, and just because the Cowboys lost to a pretty good Bills team shouldn't be enough to dissuade the public that had been kind of on the Cowboys the last few weeks to, to suddenly get off them. Um, it seems like a, a, a public game. I, I, I see the public. I, I understand why they're betting this game. And um, like I said, I'm just glad we're getting a little money to offset that. Speaking of Buffalo, I don't want to talk about the Bears any more than I have to. Speaking of Buffalo, yeah. Baltimore is visiting Buffalo. I know it's the flex game, but in, in the order that I look at, it's uh, still listed as a 1 o'clock game, so we're going to talk about it right now. They are a 5.5-point favorites. The Ravens on the road, 5.5-point favorites against Buffalo. You go ahead. I got an opinion, but you go ahead. <laughs> um, well, it's it's tough to bet against the Ravens right now. Uh, I, you know, last week was a real test for them and coming up against uh, a great Niners team says, says quite a lot about uh, going up against one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in the NFL, uh, tough to stop Lamar Jackson. And uh, it's, uh, you know, if the, the bills do have a good defense, so if the team can do it, uh, you know, the, the bills at home, uh, especially if they get a little bit of weather, uh, it, it would it would kind of play in their favor. But um, we, we have to just respect where the public is going to be betting in this one. And we tried to set it as high as we could, uh, which we felt was right around six. We did open six and got an immediate bet from the Sharp guys. It went right down to five and a half. And uh, we've been there ever since. So at five and a half, the Sharp guys aren't really weighing in yet. Uh, but I do think this is a spot where if, if they're going to play a game, they're going to they're going to bet the Bills in this one. I feel like Buffalo's weakness is their rushing game defensively, and so you've got Lamar Jackson who can really just slice through anything right now, and Mark Ingram to follow up. Like I would worry about Buffalo in this spot. I know like five and a half is a decent amount of points. Against a team that it is what nine and three in the Buffalo Bills, yep. But wow, like Baltimore's strength is Buffalo's weakness. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean the, the the Ravens are coming off a real physical game uh, against the Niners, and so sometimes that does when you go when you go on the road after a tough physical game. Uh, you're not at 100%. So, I, I mean, there's a lot of things playing in the Bills' favor in this one. Uh, it's just tough to bet against the hottest team in the NFL. I mean, we did kind of favor them last week with the, uh, the, the, the Niners getting six points. We felt like the six points that the Niners were getting last week uh, was a little too much. Uh, it's kind of the same thing in this situation. It's, it's the same point spread, only Ravens are on the road here. Um 
and uh, it's just a lot of points to be laying against a pretty good team. Football is so hard. Washington goes on the road as a nearly two-touchdown dog against the Green Bay Packers. Indications, indications are that this line will move in the Redskins' direction. That's according to line predictor. Are you seeing the same thing? Yeah, well, we opened 14 on the Packers, so we got <laughs> so it's right. Money. So it's right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, we went down to uh, 13 and a half. They took 13 and a half. We went down to 13. Uh, you know, I, I, some of the value's been taken out of that now. They're not quite getting two touchdowns, but still, especially after seeing you know the Redskins last week being competitive. Uh, the Packers are not the dominant kind of team that can be laying two touchdowns. So um, we felt that we wanted to get uh, a little Redskin money here. That's why we did open it so high. We know it'll be one of the games that kind of everybody puts in the parlays. It's a week with a lot of big favorites, a lot of double-digit uh, favorites this week or close to double digits. Uh, so we know it's the kind of week where uh, the public is just going to be betting a lot of these big favorites. It's also a tough, tough week for teasers. Scooch. <laughs> a lot of big teasers. Te- a, lot, a lot of big teasers went down last week. Huge teasers went down. Like yeah. the, and anybody who was like teasing the Chiefs, anyone who was teasing the Panthers, like these were tough spots for people. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's always good for the house. I mean, we didn't have a great weekend. I mean, we didn't do well on, on Thanksgiving or Saturday with a all the college games, we, we, we lost most of them. But Sunday was a, a, a decent game only because of a couple of big favorites that lost outright. And anytime you get a favorite to you know, not only not cover but lose outright, it's, it's always big. And, of course, the Patriot-Texans uh, game was, was kind of the capper for us that really uh, made us have a decent Sunday. Uh, but for teasers, yeah, that we talked about it a little bit on the Sunday show when you're teasing a six-point favorite down to – either pick them or plus one or uh, teasing a nine-point favorite down to minus two. Uh, it's a tough week for the guys that had uh, did that. The Sunday show being the Sunday show you and I do from 12 to 1 on Radio.com, the Radio.com app. Denver, another big number. Nine and a half point dogs yeah. against Houston. That's too much. You're giving way too much credit <laughs> to the Houston Texans for beating the Pats the other night, which was the right side. And... Denver, not enough credit for winning the way they did with a rookie quarterback against a Chargers team that, oh boy, that's just sad. Yeah. I've been talking about this Broncos team every week and how they have come up big for us game after game. And it's even the games that they don't win and they cover for us. I'm not, I actually agree with you on this one. And sometimes you need a little perspective looking at these games. I'm going down to nine right now as we speak. Line change. Now, having said that, I haven't taken any money on the Broncos yet. So, I mean, this would be kind of a preemptive move. I've got no sharp money on this game whatsoever. I've got all public money on the Texans, about six to one ratio of tickets, Texans to Broncos. But this is just, you know, when you look at it a second time and the more the more you're kind of thinking about the game, it just feels like it's too many points. Is there any chance at all that I am the reason you move that line right now? That what I said about Houston made you move the line? It made me think about moving the line. Hmm. I like to think of myself as an influencer. And then, yeah, then once I looked at it, I'm like, yeah. You know, I, I, I've, I've been kind of uh, riding this Broncos team, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're doing well for us. So, yeah, I like, I like them catching nine. All right, all of a sudden, the once world-beating Niners are on the road and they're three-point dogs in New Orleans. And, like, this was a team that two, two or three weeks ago they were like in the driver's seat for a bye and people were wondering if they're going to go undefeated. And now they're like the fifth seed in the NFC playoffs. 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 This was a tough one. Honestly, this was a tough, tough line to make because everything says to make the saints three at home. uh, One of the toughest, you know, home field advanced toughest places to play, especially the bigger the game, the louder the noise. Um, And, 
the Niners, even in their losses, they looked really good. They're 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 a great defense. Their offense is so innovative. The way they they spread the field and they they they're they're tough to figure out. I think the Saints are going to have a real hard time uh, stopping the Niners from scoring. Uh, it, it's. <laughs> But we still have to make the Saints a three-point favorite in this one. I didn't like it, and sure enough, I mean, we've, we're buried on Niners, Niners money. Um, we'll probably end up going to two and a half, but uh, I, I just think we'd, I'd, I'd, I'd like to take this one back. I'd like to just open two and a half and let see if the sharp guys would have laid uh, laid the three. I mean, laid the two and a half and gone to three. Um, but I just felt like they were going to play the Niners, and they did. And I just I want to take this one back. Wow, you sound so sad. I yeah, because I, you know, it's just like you know something's going to happen, and then you go against your better judgment, and then you let it happen, and then you kick yourself. But no, really, you sound like I'm so bummed. It's almost like it's kind of like you're talking about <laughs> talking about the one that got away. That's how you sound. Yeah, sorry. Because I, I really want them to need the Niners in this one, and we're not going to be able to need the Niners. We're we're gonna we're gonna need the Saints. But that's a great point. Like talk about needing the Niners. Like you're a bookmaker. You're not just looking for even sides. You you have an opinion, and you want the money to match that opinion. You want to be able to root for yeah. where where you believe the money should go. In certain games, you can't do it on every game. Nobody can have a real strong opinion on every game. But in certain big games. Uh, when a half a point can really make the difference. In, in this case, you know, the difference between two and a half and three is pretty big. At two and a half, probably get people laying the Saints. And at three, they're taking the Niners. I, I just wish more people would have laid three on the Saints. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I will take the Niners for you. Um, Cincinnati is visiting Cleveland. Boy, this turned into just a game with that was totally inconsequential. Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> this Cleveland team is yeah. so disappointing. Like, just really a train wreck of a team. You thought the middle of the season they were starting to right themselves. Great opportunity to go into Pittsburgh against a beat-up team with a fourth-string quarterback. And they crap the bed. Like, wow. Wow. Do you just fire Freddie yeah. Kitchens right now and start over? Like, recognize the errors and not even wait till the end of the season, get a head start on who's available. This is a nut. This is nuts. <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is another one that uh, kind of similar to Denver and Houston, where you're looking at it and say, it seems like, seems like a lot, especially with Cincinnati uh, coming off of their, their, their first win. Uh, it, last week was such a good spot for Cincinnati. I know you and I talked about it all week. If they were going to get a win, that was the, uh, that was the spot for them uh, playing at home against the Jets. In this one, I'm not saying it's another game that they uh, should win, but um, I mean, they certainly have some momentum coming into this game and to be getting so many points and you're just asking them to keep it competitive against, against another team that's pretty much thrown in the towel this season. And uh, uh, I, I think if you're going to favor a side, I would rather favor the plus nine with Cincinnati. I can't bet on the Bengals again. That's tough. Last week was the spot, and you almost want to just take your winnings and say, I finally cast on the Bengals, and I'm done with them. Exactly. I just want to say, ha-ha, I got it. I'm done. <laughs> Andy yeah. Dalton, you can't trick me. Fool me once, shame on me. Speaking of fools, we got a Pantheon Cup game. Pantheon Cup alert! <laughs> I feel like at this point in the podcast, here's what we need. To, we need to rip this, Pat. Here's what we got to do. We need uh, Al Pacino sound effects from the Pantheon Cup. You know, talking about the Pantheon yeah. Cup from any given Sunday. Just give us out <laughs> right here, right now, before we post this podcast, when we start talking about the Pantheon Cup, throw in just one rip of Al Pacino talking about the importance of the Pantheon Cup. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. He's giving me eyebrows. He's going to try. He's going to try. All right. I like try. it. I if it like doesn't it. work, listen, we're leaving this part in. So if it doesn't work, everyone knows it didn't work. 
and they can they can they can dm pat on twitter and say why can't you find that um carolina is a two and a half point dog to atlanta boy this is a mess of a game i guess you take atlanta you take the short home favorite but really both teams are crap kyle allen really has just become terrible yeah but they they kind of gave the saints a run for their money uh uh which a couple weeks ago and i I think that was an anomaly yeah, especially with the Saints knowing they had the short week and they're going to be playing the Falcons, uh, the, you know, a few days after that. Um, but the Falcons have not been playing all that bad. I, I mean, compared to the beginning of the season, they put up a couple of real good games. I know that you played the Saints twice in just a matter of a, of a few weeks, you know, uh, beating them pretty soundly the first time. Um, so at home, laying two and a half against the Panthers, yeah, the Sharp guys already played it. So I, I see this game going to three, um, probably uh, probably by the end of the week. We just haven't taken quite enough money to move it onto a key number like three, and I'm not really that convinced of the game that I want to just be th- be that uh, proactive on it. Uh, Detroit uh, is visiting Minnesota. That has an undecided quarterback. So the line we don't really have anything to say here right now. It looks like you've got it posted at thirteen and a half. But are you even taking bets on that game? Uh, six bets so far. We, we just put the yeah. We just put it up, and nobody's bet it yet. Um, pretty. I mean, uh, it, it looks like we'll probably get some some decent action because the line's so big on the game, and uh, uh, and the Vikings still do draw quite a bit of uh, public uh, public money. So I, I expect that we're going to get some action on this game. Uh, both sides, the sharp guys will take the big number eventually, and and the and the public will be uh, uh, on the Vikings. I actually, I, I say this with all seriousness. I love the Dolphins-Jets game. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like this, this, listen, I'd play for Brian Flores. This Dolphins team has passion and fire, and the fact he's got these guys playing as hard as they do this late in the year, he's got creativity, he's taking chances. Like, this team could have rolled over, and you could see it progressively throughout the year. We've talked about it in the podcast. They just continued to play harder and harder every week and got closer and closer. Now they got a couple wins under their belt. So, like, they're going on the road to the Jets, who everyone thought, oh, wait, maybe this team's good, and then they don't. So why did you make them a six-point favorite? Well, trying to trying to judge where most of the uh, the public will be on this game, and I think even with Miami playing as competitive as they, they have been, uh, we still get quite a bit of uh, Jets money. I mean, last week, I mean, we were on the right side of it, but the Jets-Bengals game was one of, one of our biggest decisions. Uh, the, the, the public still likes this Jets team. So, uh, And it's funny to hear you talking about Miami being so competitive and, like, the beginning of the season after about three or four weeks – uh, we were wondering if this team could beat Alabama in college, and uh, and now here we are saying they're you know they're getting way too many points. You know we we actually posted I want to say after two or three weeks into the season we posted a prop on who will have more Patriots losses or the Dolphins wins, and everybody and it was pretty much a pick on there as to whether there'd be more Dolphin wins than Patriots losses, and everyone at the time was saying the one is going to be the number like the dolphins might get one win and the Patriots might lose one game. Uh, but now we're talking about possibly three being the, the, the number or even four. I mean, the Patriots might get three or four losses by the end of the season. My, how times change Bob Scucci in the NFL. And we can yeah. stop having preposterous conversations about can Alabama beat anybody? They can't even beat Auburn. <laughs> yeah, exactly flailing Indianapolis on the road against resurgent Tampa Bay Buccaneers. My pick for next year's version of the Cleveland Browns, where everyone starts talking about how amazing they are. Uh, I'm not buying it, but I will buy Jameis Winston as a three-point home favorite. Yeah. he. You know, I, when he when he's on his game, he's, he's really good. The problem is, is he just still makes – Kind of those decisions that a young quarterback uh, that when he when he has a bad game he's liable to throw three or four picks and uh, make some bad decisions. But uh, you know when he 
and lately, you know, this team in their losses, they're competitive, and then they're, they're able to put some some teams away pretty good. Uh, I think three is the right number on this one. Uh, we're, we look pretty solid. I don't pick, I don't see this line changing much. Um, we've uh, we got pr- pretty good two way action at three. I think the sharp guys, if they weigh in on this one, it'll probably be on the Buccaneers only because. You know, we're, we're kind of looking at the sharp guys' patterns too of late. And they've been on Tennessee every week, and they've been on Tampa Bay, and they've been against the Jaguars but three weeks in a row. And they cashed all of them last week. Uh, uh, they were with the Titans. They were on the Buccaneers. Uh, they're against the Jaguars. So I expect that trend to continue. They haven't come in on it yet, but they will. I am all in on Gardner Minshew as a three-point dog at home against the Chargers. Tell me why you make it like this. What have the Chargers proven to you that they think that they should be a three-point road favorite against anybody? Well, this one, I just threw away what I thought the public would do because I don't picture the public weighing in on this game. So it's not a big recreational better game. Uh, I just tried to picture where the sharp guys were going to bet on this one. And because they've been against the Jaguars every week, uh, we just tried to make the Chargers – you know, uh, as as attractive as possible. I mean, as at least attractive as possible for for because we know that they're going to be betting against the Chargers. So uh, they're betting against the Jaguars. I'm sorry, um, and they did. They did come in and uh, they already laid the minus three. That we're probably going to end up going to three and a half on on this one, even though it seems like the Jaguars at home should be a little bit more competitive in this one but the sharp guys are just on on, they're they're against the jaguars every week and they're they're on the chargers in this one good so now we can talk about uh by the way that's fascinating the way you thought about that that you're not even thinking about the public in this game because they're going to ignore it so it's only going to be about what the wise guys are doing this wise guy is betting the jacks plus three kansas city is on the road also a three-point underdog only this time to the New England Patriots, and I believe, my friend, you're going to get some wise guy money on the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, absolutely. This one is just like a mirror image of the 49ers-Saints game. You know, two great teams uh, separated only by the home field advantage. That's the difference of the three points. Uh, The way that they're betting the Niners in the Saints game, that's the way they're betting the Chiefs in this game. Um, you know, look, you look at the Patriots, even though they only have the two losses, you know, they beat up on, on the Jets. They beat up on the Dolphins. They, they played the Redskins. They played the Giants. The only good teams they played, they struggled with. They struggled with the Bills. Uh, they lost to, to the Texans. They, they, they lost by 17 to the Ravens. This is as much as I keep saying you don't make a living betting against the Patriots, this is the first time where they actually look vulnerable. And if you're looking vulnerable going against uh, a team that's, uh, you know, head, headed up by, by Mahomes and, and how, how good he looks, uh, this is a tough spot for the Patriots. I am so upset. I'm so upset. Like, you, you and I both know, like, betting is all about timing the peaks and valleys. I knew the Patriots were the wrong side last week. And... In Project 256, we took him. I'm going to blame Matt. I'm going to blame Matt from Marin because <laughs> he wanted him, and I had made my choices on the other team, so I had to go with him, and I knew it was the wrong side, and there's nothing I could do about it. It makes me sick. Wow. Yeah. And that was the worst I, I, that the, the Patriots have looked to me in probably years. But that's also when, like, people start betting against him, and then they come back and dominate <laughs> they always burn you, right? <laughs> it's like they're a, they're an enigma. They're a riddle. Yeah. I don't buy Pittsburgh on the road as a two-and-a-half-point favorite against the Cardinals. I think you're making yeah. a mistake there. I think that's all public reaction going both ways. The Cardinals' massive loss and the Steelers' a surprising win. We took a few thousand on, on the Steelers. We haven't taken any big money on the Cardinals at plus two-and-a-half. People are um, stupid. That's why. <laughs> It's it's a uh, the, the the public is on the Steelers at about a three and a half to one ratio, but it's the big bets, the thousand dollar bets, two thousand dollar bets, not a, not any one big single bet, but just a, a lot of small 
$1,500 bets and $2,000 bets that are making this add up a little bit. So I'm, I'm reluctant to go to three for that reason, because at three, suddenly the, the value becomes on the Cardinals. Uh, but I'll, I'll just let them lay the Steelers a little bit more in this one. This, this might not be one that I, I don't mind needing the Cardinals. Well, Cardinals are going to get my money. Uh, <laughs> all right, Tennessee, Oakland, Tennessee, three-point. God, so many road favorites. Am I just supposed to, yeah. like, ante up on every single, like, home dog this week? Look at this. All the way down the line. Yeah, there's a lot of them. <laughs> just bet every home team. Yeah. The big home favorites and the, and the, and the, and the, just bet every home team. Like, what am I doing here? Yeah. It looks like it looks like a spot. I, this one's a little tougher. I, this one we tried to we tried to shade the Titans about as high as we could. We, we thought that three, you know, three on the road would be enough for the sharp guys to take the Raiders, but it but it hasn't been. And like I said, we've, we're paying attention to that trend that the sharp guys have cash tickets on the Titans like two three weeks in a row. They've cash tickets on the Buccaneers, and they're betting against the Jaguars. Those three teams. Uh, that they've really focused on, which means our, our numbers are soft on those teams. And, and when when we recognize that we're getting beat up on on those same teams, we have to kind of uh, shade it a little more in that direction, which we thought we did, but apparently not enough. And matter of fact, I'm going to go to three flat on this one. We were at three even money, and I'm going to go to three flat and see if I could uh, draw a little bit of uh, some Raider money. Line change! Is it done? It's done. I see it. I see it. You do it there. I see it here. It's like broadcast news. He says it there. (laughs) He says it there. Seattle on the road, one and a half point favorite against the Rams. It's like you want to bet against the the Seahawks every week. Every week you feel like they're (laughs) they're like not a team that is worthy of being a favorite. I lost to I lost on the Vikings last night. Minnesota Vikings. And like it's so frustrating. It is. This is a team that you would not, you know, if you didn't already know their record, you'd be surprised if somebody told you that, you know, they were 11 and two, 10 and two, whatever they are. Uh, it's, uh, they seem to be, they seem to be winning, even though not dominating. Um, <clears throat> this seems like a perfect spot for the Rams. I mean, that's just kind of the professional handicapper talking, but uh, it, this is the reason why we're not making Seattle at least a, a field goal favorite on the road here uh, is, is because a, a divisional game like this, even as bad as the Rams are playing, they're still in the hunt. They're at, at seven and five. They're, they're, they're still fighting for, for the playoff spot. And at home in a, in a game like this, uh, I expect the Rams to come up big. So I'm kind of inviting a little Seattle money. The, the, you know, you, I'm hoping the, Casual fan will come in and see Seattle only minus one and a half, and it'll look attractive and let them bet it. And uh, I'm going to hope to need the Rams in this one. You are such a tease. (laughs) Hey, you know who sucks? The Giants? Daniel Jones. Ugh. He's terrible. Yeah. Like, every game he's becoming one of those guys where you can just count on him throwing it to the other team when no one is around. <laughs> yeah, boy, how the, the mighty have fallen. Huh? He was everybody's darling for two or three weeks, and then uh, and then he just came crashing back down. Tell me how you got uh, to eight and a half. Well, just, um, I mean, Philly's getting healthy, but we're just we're trying to anticipate bets against the Giants more so than, than on Philly in this one. So, um we're just trying to make it as high as we as we could, you know. Kind of looking at the Packer game is kind of kind of an indication of what we made the Packers versus the Giants, and the fact that they laid that price, uh, so and cash. So we're gonna we're gonna make that line pretty similar um, uh, with the Philly team. So at at eight and a half, I think we got the number right because it looks like nobody knows what to do with it. We're not heavy on one side or the other yet. Uh, the fact that it's Monday night game, though, would, I would expect some money to come on the Eagles. Can I ignore that game? If I didn't have to bet every game, I would not even look at this game. Sure. I need to find a derivative bet for this game. I can't bet 
decide in this game. I need to find something new for this. I'm gonna have to find like a <laughs> player prop or something. What are, what are Danny yeah. Jones? What are, what are Danny Jones uh, interception totals going to be in this game? Do you think? What are you going to set that at? Well, typically we we set them over under one and a half, and I mean we we might have to just make it one and a half over a dollar sixty. I would still take the over on that. Would you lay a dollar sixty? Yeah, I would. Okay. Put me down for two. <laughs> All right. Scooch, guess what time it is? Yeah. Scooch roulette. Time to play some scooch roulette. Last week, Scooch, I had the Minnesota Vikings. And you had the San Francisco 49ers. One of us won, one of us lost in an excruciatingly frustrating way. One of those people should get to go first this week. Normally you'd say, hey, let the winner go first. That's the prize for winning. But I think the person who lost in an excruciatingly frustrating way should go first because they're sad and they could use (laughs) some consoling. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll buy that. Um, all right. Then I am going with the Denver Broncos. Bang! Suck it, sucker! Wow. I, didn't, I didn't see that one coming. You didn't? This is a t- no. No, I, I, I thought we'd go with some of the, the, the short home favorites. or. Uh, I could have done that, maybe. but I decided I felt yeah. like you were so sad about that line that I felt like that's where <laughs> the biggest opportunity might be. Yeah, this is a. T- I don't love anything. Uh, I mean, I I, I I favor the 49ers against the, the the Saints. I favor the Chiefs against the Patriots. But I think as far as a play that I feel really strongly about that nobody cares about is probably the Falcons against the Panthers minus two and a half. Wow, talk about a game that wasn't even on my radar because I don't want to look at it because it makes my stomach hurt. <laughs> Yep, yep. That is something. Yep. All right. I like them. We got our picks in. I'm going with the Denver Broncos plus nine. You're going with the Atlanta Falcons minus two and a half. Scooch, everybody can catch us on Sunday, 12 to 1 Eastern on Radio.com, Radio.com app. Rock and roll, brother. I'll talk to you Sunday. All right, thanks. Sounds good. See ya. It's that part of the show where we welcome in Darren Ravel and in a few minutes, professional better Simon Hunter, and we're going to try to negotiate and debate our way to five picks for the Westgate Las Vegas Super Contest so we can win $1.5 million. Not a good week for us, Darren Ravel. We went two and three. Well, I got talked off the Cardinals, which is a good move, but yeah. I couldn't convince you to take Miami, and I felt really good about them. I want real money on the money line. And, uh, you know, so I'm going to try again this week, actually, for the fourth straight week or so. You're going to go with Miami again? Yeah. Five and a half. Plus five and a half. What are, what are, your, what are your theories here? That they're actually a good team now. Good? And that... Good or, team? Or, or they're a serviceable team, and that... Uh, they're the only team in the NFL that the odds makers haven't haven't gotten around to understanding because they were two different teams, horrific and then better. And I think I think they uh, they might even win outright again. Wow! All right, you know what? I don't hate it. So we have that. All right, uh, who's next? So that, I'll start there then. Uh, five and a half Miami um, against the Jets. The Jets are not a good team either, by the way. No. You agree with that? Cosign. You agree with that? Yeah, totally. Okay. All right. Um, Then I like another underdog. I like Cincinnati plus nine. Um, My thinking there, you know, obviously they had their, their first good week. Uh, there's some momentum. I am okay with Andy Dalton. Uh, the Browns are on a downward trajectory, and they have very emotional people on their team, if you didn't know that. Yes. Uh, ba- Baker and uh, Odell, to name a few. 
So I like Cincinnati plus nine against the Browns. Uh, my next pick, I am going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, obviously, maybe Lamar is overvalued, um, but I think the Bills are still a little bit overvalued, so I want to take Baltimore minus five and a half. And I actually do think New England is not really that good, and I think now's the time to fade them. So I want Kansas City plus three there. Um, And I was impressed with the... Seahawks, um, their their running game, uh, their passing game wasn't bad, um, and I I'm, I'll take them as one point favorites over the Rams. So those are my five: Cincinnati plus nine, Miami plus five and a half, Baltimore minus five and a half, Kansas City plus three, and Seahawks minus one. I don't hate these. Well, I figured I had to go strong. Uh, And the ones that I really feel, like, forget about Miami, like the ones that I really feel good about, I like Cincinnati plus nine. That's a tremendous amount of points. And I do think, I I, I really do think uh, that uh, Baltimore, so those are my top two, Baltimore over the Bills, five and a half. All right, you know what I want to do? And then from there, if I were to rank them, I would say say Miami plus five and a half, Kansas, uh, Kansas City plus three, and then the Seahawks. All right, let's bring in Simon. Before I even give mine, let's bring in Simon. And now, a word from a wise guy with Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon. What's going on, boys? Do you ever see the Saturday Night Live skit with Mike Myers? Do you like to do drawings? <laughs> do you, I'm Simon. I like to draw. I like drawings. Uh, no, yeah, I've been I guess hearing not. that since uh, I was a little kid. Any adult that any time they hear my name is Simon, they go, always go, hello, my name is Simon. Simon, and I like to do drawings. <laughs> All right, so it wasn't original is what you're saying. Do you know what is original? This podcast and having you on to help guide us through the Westgate Las Vegas Super Contest, which you have done with skill up until the past two weeks. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> hey man, I'm out here trying to help you guys dodge these landmines, but I've fallen into a couple landmines myself these last couple of weeks. But it is rough out there. It's as rough, long as it's, he's not it's, making it's, big it's, money on the side, I'm okay. Yeah, as long as I'm helping Darren go seven and one in these late weeks, I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> um, but it, it's one of these things as we get later here. We have a bunch of teams we just hate because of the way they've screwed us over the year, over the season. So it's kind of funny these last couple of weeks in the Super Contest. It's like you kind of have to throw out these earlier weeks and really focus on the last couple of weeks because these teams really are what they are at this point in the season. Yeah, yeah I think that's true. Uh, speaking of they are what they are, let me give you Darren's picks. I want you to weigh in. And if I agree with you guys, we're going to go with it. If not, I've got some backups. Miami plus five and a half against the Jets. You know it, baby. I love it. I, and we did, I'm pretty sure we did have the Dolphins in our Super Contest last week. We dropped the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, I, I love the Dolphins this week. It's one of those that, it's a, it's a funny spot where I, I like the early value. Now it's kind of been, it's at five and a half, five. Um, so the public and the Sharps are pounding it. But we're, it's a weird spot where we're going to be back in the Dolphins off a, a, a great win against the Jets who, had one of their worst losses of the season. So uh, I like it, um, but we can keep rolling through, see what else things got. Look, it's not a gr- – like, in theory, it's not a great spot, right? Because – No, you, you usually aren't going to win these ones. Right. This is like one of those where – like, we're buy- we're actually buying hot, buying low on the Dolphins yeah, right now. exactly. That's that's what's going on. Um, Cincy plus nine. I love it. I mean, it, it really – it feels like that team did get a spark from Andy Dalton. And the Browns are just inspiring. I mean, they are. That I know we joked about earlier this season the way Baker was looking, but that picture of him the other day with his belly sticking out. I mean, he just looks like a guy that's forty years old. He's defeated. Yeah. So I'm, I'm good. I'm good here going to Bengals. Darren, are you in the office right now? 
I am. Why don't you go? Can you go on mute while Simon is talking? Because yeah. I hear the background. I'm on mute. Okay. Um, I agree with you. Here's my fear about uh, Cincy. How, where do you? How do you have this game power rated in for we're Simon? Actually, we're actually not getting value. I got it at minus ten. So that that's it's down to plus, it's down to plus eight and a half. It's, it's going to keep going down probably because I think people are going to keep taking it. So like, I still think I still think there's value there. Like my my numbers can't take into account like humans. These guys, these are different. These teams are completely different feelings right now. Yeah, but like if the game, if the number opens at ten, and by the time the super contest lines come out, it's at seven. I'm not dying to take the Bengals at. Plus seven. No, yeah, I, I wouldn't take that. We, I wanted to keep it above eight, honestly. All right, so we'll see if it stays above eight. We'll think about it. Um, let me make a note here. All right, next on the list is uh, who is that? Let me, Baltimore. Baltimore minus five and a half. <laughs> I don't like it. I got, uh, I'll be honest, Darren. I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, my thinking here is that they just played San Fran, who literally, that if you watch that game, they beat the shit out of each other for that entire game. It was probably one of the hardest hitting games I've seen all year. And the Bills kind of had their way with Cowboys. They had extended rest. Now they're at home, and the Ravens are going up there. So, once again, we're getting no no good value here. Like, I have this game at uh, Ravens minus 2.5. So, all the value right now is by far on the Bills. I think I agree. So what what are we going to do there? I mean, Darren, Darren's been on a heater. If Darren, you're feeling that great about the Ravens, we can put it in. But I'm just letting you know the numbers are saying this is this is not a smart spot. Given to the authority on this podcast. Say what? I'll 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 I'll, I'll wait. Let's wait. All right, let's, let's wait. wait. Let's wait. Uh, Kansas City plus three against New England. Love it. I mean that's. It's, I, I have this game at a pick. Um, I think this is one of those where they're putting this line. They put it up higher because they always – they just want to make sure when the public's going to come in, they're not going to come in so heavy on the Patriots. And the Chiefs – honestly, Patrick Holmes hasn't looked that great since he's been back. He, he's made some – like last year, he would just make these incredible plays. He's still doing that, but he's making a little bit bad decisions because he's so confident in himself. So he got lucky in a couple, couple plays in that Oakland game. But I do, I mean, if we're getting three points, you've got to take the Chiefs here. 100% agree. Uh, the L.A. Rams minus one, or uh, Seattle minus one against the Rams. Darren and I are on opposite sides of this. We have different opinions. Yeah, I, I mean, I would like to hear why you like it, Darren, because, I mean, they played just a couple of weeks ago, and the only reason the Seahawks beat them at home was because the Rams kicker missed a field goal. So now you're not, you're, you're telling me that the, the Seahawks, if they were at home playing the Rams right now, they're saying this line would be minus four or five. So I think it's kind of a weird spot where the Rams is where all the value is going to be in this game. All right. I'll, I'll go on that side. What are we going to do with the last pick then? So right now we have uh, Kansas City plus three. We have L.A. Um, plus one. Plus one. Cincy, as long as it stays above eight. Uh, are we sticking with Miami? I would like to. All right, we'll stick with Miami. Yeah, we can stick with Miami. They've been good to us. When Plus Darren, five and a half. When Darren's liked them, they've worked out for us for the most part. <laughs> How do we feel about the Jacksonville Jaguars plus three? I hate the Jaguars. I don't even know who they are. Yeah, I can't do it. Like, that was that was unreal, that game last week, watching that. The Bucks, the Bucks thoroughly dominated. This is, this is a good spot to take them because the Chargers just hate to win. But I can't have this sweat. I cannot have. This I don't want to touch the Jaguars uh, again. I have no idea who they are. How yeah. do we feel about the San Francisco Forty ers plus three? I don't hate it. I mean, Drew Brees is an old man. And I mean, this this defense is fast. But I'm seeing that Sherman might be out. And if you if you follow any of these numbers online, Sherman's been huge for them this year what their defense does he's actually been a shutdown corner surprisingly so i actually wouldn't take sam Fran here because they're not gonna have anyone to put on michael thomas all right well wise guy who do you got like right now we got jacksonville uh the rams miami and cincy no no jacksonville i'm sorry we got um who do we have kansas city uh the rams miami and cincy who else we got? I mean, Darren, you don't have you don't have any chalk you really like this week. Like, 
hyphen. Uh, um, that's actually a good uh, good suggestion. I mean, the chalk, I guess, would be mm, the chalk. Would who would the chalk be? <laughs> Uh, I'm scared of I'm scared of all the favorites. I mean, Tampa Bay Tampa Bay minus three would be the and that's and that's one of those that I was looking at too, and I was hoping you're going to say because I feel like the Colts without Ty and Marlon Mack they just can't keep up with any of these teams, and the Bucks sure they can turn over but any any time they can score, so I I do think it's a good spot for the Bucks. But once again, we're buying we're buying high in the Bucks. We are buying very high. Like I do think there's a little bit of a. Of you guys, a, you guys like the the Steelers. Uh, I actually like Arizona in that side more than the Steelers. So do I. I like. I wrote down Arizona plus three. You don't like that, Simon? Uh, we could stay away. My, I do like. I know I do like Arizona, but because um, it's one of those that Hodges, he's a rookie quarterback too. So I mean, people are taking a rookie quarterback favorite on the road. It, it's kind of Let's surprising. take Arizona there. I'll take Arizona. I'll take. I'll do Arizona. Arizona, it's the end of the year. We keep betting bad teams. We only <laughs> have one team with a winning record in our five. Most teams have fewer than three wins. That's how you bet. You bet bad teams. You're a line. I'm happy for the first week. For the first week on this podcast, I'm happy. I feel like I'm contributing. Kansas City, plus three. The L.A. Rams, plus one and a half. Miami, plus five and a half. Cincy, as long as we get them a plus, above plus eight. Um, Arizona, plus two and a half. Those are our five, boys. All right, Let's man, roll the luck. dice. All righty. Simon Hunter, professional better. Dan Ravel, professional. Almost, you're you're making some sharp plays here. Wouldn't say you're professional, but you're a professional contributor right now, and that's all that matters. <laughs> all right. Thank you, boys. All right. This has been the favorites from the Action Network. Download from Apple Podcast. Download from Radio.com. Search for the favorites or wherever. You get your podcast. Until next week. Love you.